my two front teeth, my two front teeth, yeah, my two front teeth. Gee, if I could only have my two front teeth, then I could wish you Merry Christmas. Hey, Popster, Merry Christmas. This is our special Christmas edition. If you were to been following our podcast, Train the Dog, uh, today we have already hit uh, 950 downloads, right? Today is the, uh, if I'm not wrong, it's the, the 10th of December and we are already at uh, 950 downloads, which is a very fantastic result. Moving into the new year, we have we will definitely hit our thousand uh, download that which is we have targeted for with a thirty episode. Uh, as you know that we next year uh, in March, we will be moving to our season two, which is, is which will be a mini cast. All right. So today, since it's a time of giving, uh, it's Christmas time. You know, and I just want to tie along with the 12 days of Christmas and I have specially uh, prepared 12 steps to success uh, in dog training, of course. Uh, as I, uh, a dog trainer, I would be good at telling you what you can do to be better trainer as you head into the 2021. Right, so let's recap uh, for 2020 what, what has happened. Uh, as all of us know, uh, we are still inside the COVID-19 pandemic situation uh, i want to thank all of you for keeping the faith keep yourself uh, safe uh, keep your dog safe keep yourself positive you know been training your dog keep everybody sane you know which is very important for this year of challenge right in this 2020 uh, being all of us being experienced lockdown experience not being able to uh, go to work uh, losing our income, unable to do a lot of stuff that we want uh, during this year. Like some of us who will be doing a yearly travel and due to this pandemic, uh, none of us can travel, right? So uh, let's all take into strike and let's move forward to this great year 2021. Right, so okay, so let's come back to the 12 days of Christmas, right? For these 12 days of success, uh, I will just want to uh, again, bring to your, uh, bring to you a formula uh, in the sense that how we can we look into training. As I always mention, uh, there is two golden rules in dog training. Right, the rule number one: if you want to keep a behavior repeating, you need to make it fun. You need to make it exciting. You need to make it rewarding. You need to make it worth the while for your animal uh, or for your learner to participate. <clears throat> And rule number two, right? If you doesn't want that behavior, right? Then you can make it boring. You can make it negative. You can be, make it non-exciting. You can make it non-rewarding. Therefore, uh, the behavior will, uh, will not be repeating. And it will goes into what we call uh, uh, a stage of, you know, what we call extinction, right? Of course, there is always a extinction burst that we are, that we are familiar with if you are uh, really a training geek. Uh, or a trainer, uh, you understand what I mean. But nonetheless, uh, this is what we will be uh, facing with, right? So for this twelve step of success, uh, it is a mindset, a, a paradigm 
idea that I want to put forward to you uh, for this Christmas because uh, as we enjoy uh, this 12 days of Christmas, uh, I want you to think about how you can improve in your uh, in your skill set, right? In terms of dog training, right? Irregardless of how uh, advanced have you trained your dog, what stages of training that your dog has been already been achieved. I guess uh, we have plenty of things more to train our dog, plenty of things to basically enrich them, plenty of things to make them excited about, you know, to make them happy to work with us all the time, right? Irregardless of season, right? It can be, you know, it can be a non-off-peak season, a time where you are also not in a very good mood. No, the dog is always ready to get into your good book, so-called. Right, so in terms of good books, I'm always talking about the reward zone, right? As uh, as you know that I'm a reward-based trainer, therefore I work a lot on the reward zone. The reward reward zone is also some trainer will call it the hot zone, right? In regardless of how you were to call it, it's a place, it's an area, it's a it's a it's a it's things that the dog understand that once he gets into that that parameters, you know, by doing that criteria, he or she will be rewarded. Right, so uh, let's look into the great training concept, right? So as simple as A, B, C, right? Uh, a is what we always mention, is an antecedent. Uh, B is the behavior, therefore C is the consequence, right? So in a real layman context, I will always tell my client, A is what you ask from your dog, right? B is the behavior your dog gives you, and then C is the end result, right? So what your dog basically will get in return, if he or she do or don't do what you have asked for, right? So therefore, the consequence will then uh, uh, determine whether your dog is going to do that again, uh, that behavior that you actually are requesting the dog to do so, right? So uh, let's come back to the 12th step again of success. So number one, right? Let's give a try, right? So let's try again, right? Every time when we want to train a certain behavior, you really need to, uh, you know, uh, get your hands dirty in the sense, right? You need to try it out. So therefore, give it a go, right? In our training concept, we are talking about reinforcement, right? So therefore, reinforcement is basically a motivator, right? So if uh, if some of us will just think about reinforcer, it will be food, right? But again, uh, any any motivator. That you're using or any methods of interest that you're using okay it can be a toy it can be a rope uh, it can be something that the dog likes right it only will becomes a things of interest right or a motivator unless it's able to reinforce or basically gets a behavior to be repeated right if that's the case then that particular method of uh, interest uh, you know that that uh, uh, what you call that that motivator becomes a reinforcement right therefore we need to need to be very clear of what we are talking about uh, when we enter into training right so try try is a very important first step uh, to success uh, if you don't even want to give a try you will never know whether you can make it or not right so uh, go with the heart of you know uh, wanting to do something interesting with a dog give it a very good try you know whether you succeed or not that is not important right give it a try and then see where your dog uh whether you understand so in the event if your dog not successful right uh in in doing what you want so the next step we will do is that we will tell you to try again right as i mentioned before uh 
you know, failure is the mother of success, right? Or is, uh, or is it the other way around? Failure is the mother of success, that's correct. Because you must be able to take failures and then in eventual in reality, you will be able to get into a success. You know, like what uh, always people will say, if you persist enough, uh, you will get what you want. Or what we Christian believe, uh, ask and it shall be given, seek and it shall find, and knock and it shall be opened unto you. So therefore, we need to be able to be uh, uh, outgoing. We will be able to then look at it and say, okay, let's give it another go. Or let's try it one more time. You know, and and let's, then we will test out the, the situation, that skill set, whether it's my dog or my learner uh, able to understand uh, what I'm trying to put through. But sometimes uh, it can be, uh, you know, ambiguity, right? So you are giving two different signal cues. Uh, a single thing, you are given two different signals. Therefore, the dog is confused, right? So we need to know if that's the case, we can try again. Right, so the third step to success is what I will say. Let's give it another one more go, right? So one more try, right? And to see whether my dog will have that capability of understanding uh, uh, that, uh, that skill set that I'm trying to impart. Uh, so when you know that uh, before you go for one more go, you need to sit down and, re and look at the, the entire equation and then understand is there ambiguity you know, can I break the exercise down into a chunkable size uh, where the dog can take it and understand it very uh, vividly, uh, very literally, where the dog will eventually understand what you want. So give it, it another one more go, right? And one more try, right? Maybe the step you need to be successful, right? So as we all know, right, if we always were to be very... Uh, 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 very limited, very rigid, right? You will always be doing the same old thing, the old method, the old ways, all over and over again. Therefore, you will not see uh, any success uh, in, in whatever quest that you are trying to, to look at. is sponsored by Pups Dog Training. Pups is a positive dog training school. We train dogs from puppy to advance. Pups Training currently focuses on nurturing, training, educating and motivating our trainers to better equip themselves with skills, knowledge, experience to ensure continuing education and keeping abreast with the field of dog training. Our flagship programs include online cyber puppy training, life skills, dog obedience, behavioral modification, private one-on-one -on -one home-based training, and dog sports. Right, so for the fourth step to success, basically we will tell you, like, let's give it a try a little differently, right? So uh, look at it in a different angle, you know, think out of the box, you know, think out of a way that I can basically 
make the dog understand uh, with a different uh, way of explaining to to someone. Right. For example, if you are engaging in the in the conversation with someone and he or she doesn't understand you, uh, therefore you will need to be able to you know uh, retell the story, uh, reconstruct the sentence, uh, reposition yourself in such a way where your listener. In this case, will be our learner, which is our dog, to be able to understand us, right? Therefore, you need to do it a little bit differently, right? So, therefore, out of the box, think out of the box, right? Anything that is uh, not so-called not out of norm, anything that is, uh, you know, is always not the same. Therefore, you have chance to get it done, and there is chance for you to make it uh, successfully. Right, so if you have tried, uh, you know, try, try again, you try more time, you try it uh, uh, differently or, or out of the box and yet you have no success, right? So my suggest, suggestion to you in step 5 for success is let's try it again tomorrow, right? Let your dog go for a rest, let yourself calm down, you know, put yourself into a, another uh, a, a time where you can go through the training process. If you have a recorded video, let's look at the video uh, to see whether is there anything that you can from the video understand what you should be done and not should be done, you know. And then let's try it again tomorrow because tomorrow is a new day. Uh, as you have enough rest, so do your learner. So you comes up with a new day with a different perspective, with a different understanding, with a different belief. Therefore, it will help you to be a successful if you can try it again tomorrow. Right, and if you're still not able to get the uh, the success you want, uh, then the fifth step, or no, the sixth step to success will be try to ask for help. Right, never be ashamed, right, to ask for help. Uh, that's the beauty of the social media. Uh, we have a lot of groups, uh, Facebook Facebook group la. We have a lot of Yahoo groups. Uh, we have a lot of friends, and we have a lot of uh, uh, group of interest, WhatsApp group, and things like that. Right, so these are. Your valuable resources where you can uh, tap on them. So ask for help, right? So you can uh, seek for someone and ask maybe in your group of friends to say that okay, I've done this, and you know my dog is not responding. Can you help me? You know to understand it differently. So by asking for help actually gives you uh, another area, another ways to look at the problem that you are stuck with, right? Uh, and with help or others, some actually usually will be better because these are the people who has already uh, experienced it before or they have been trying, right? So if you ask for help and these people are unable to help you to pull through, right? Maybe they are not the one that has done it. So step number seven, right, to success is to find someone who has done it, right? So look for professional dog trainer, that's one. Look for your good friends, your classmates, uh, people who you train together with, uh, and I'm sure, or like what I say, the social media group, uh, Facebook group that you join, people who talk about training concept, people who talk about training issue, uh, join them, right? And let them help you uh, to look at the situation, look at the issue, and people who have done that before may be able to help you to understand how to break down the exercise into a chunkable area where your dog and you are able to understand, ingest, and then uh, basically acquire that skill. Right, so that is very important, right? So the next step, right? Step number eight, right? So step number eight, basically what we can do is to uh, try another motivator, right? As I mentioned before, we are a reward-based training concept basis. 
Therefore, we look for motivator. Motivator, as I mentioned again, is un may not be a reinforcer. Huh? A reinforcer is where uh, a behavior has start. It has resulted in a repeated behavior. That means you have improved or increased the frequency of a behavior. Therefore, that becomes a reinforcer. So what I'm talking about is to change and try another motivator, right? Because not every dog likes food. Uh, you know, some dogs will just like to play. Uh, some dogs likes to you know go for the sniff, you know, the use of their nose. Some dogs likes to use taste. Some dogs likes to you know uh, do something that is active. For example, uh, go for a spin, uh, go and roll over and things like that. So these are the thing, uh, potential motivator uh, you can look at to help you to spur your dog into uh, what I call that increase of interest to want to do it for you so that you can then be successful in doing the exercise, right? So try another motivator, right? So let's look at uh, step number nine. Okay, step number nine, basically we are talking about, right? Right, we can try, uh, you know, to position our training into very small incre incrementals, right? Or increments. Uh, so that's what I'm talking about. Uh, you know, as a reward-based trainer, we believe a lot in shaping and shaping is basically in the nutshell is the uh, is the process of uh, you know by approximation getting the dog closest to what uh, the behavior that you want right so therefore you can then build on what we call small incremental right uh, uh, as a dog trainer as, as a dog owner I will I, I can tell you very frankly sometimes I train my dog uh, sometimes I'm stuck and sometimes because you know as you have been, as you have progressed to so-called uh, to the advanced level sometimes you look at the basic it, it's like you know it's, it's, it's so it's so uh, ridiculous that uh, the dog doesn't understand but you must know that this dog that you have this puppy that you have are new to the to the world they are never been exposed to the exercise so therefore you cannot put on your that advanced cap and then try to look at the situation it's like for example you are a professional tennis player but you cannot look at a common tennis player and then look at them why are they so awful they are no good in tennis of course they are not they are just laymen how can they be as good as you as a professional so therefore uh, as a professional tennis player you need to take out your cap as a profession comes down to the level and impart your skill or to teach them how to do how to play a proper uh, a, a game of tennis right so that's very important right so uh, let's look at number 10 right so number 10 right let's look at you know, uh, try, let's let's try to fix what is not working, right? So in the aspect of a training concept, let's say for example, uh, I want to do a rollover, right? I want to do a rollover and my dog has been doing a lot of, uh, what do you call that? Uh, belly ups, let's say I would say belly ups, right? But she, the dog doesn't understand what is rollover. Right, so therefore, I will try to fix what is not working. Right, for example, uh, the rollover. Right, therefore, I will be focusing on how to make the dog understand how to make that uh, rollover. Right, by placing the hand uh, with the reward that's behind his uh, head, so that he can turn and then makes that that uh, that that rollover action. Then you will be marked with a marker, and then the reward will be. Given, right so again uh, let's look at the ABC so I asked for dog to do a rollover 
the dog give me the behavior rover and the consequence positive he or she will hear some marker or a clicker and the food will be delivered instantaneously right so that's the, re the, re the result right so we can do that by fixing what is not working right so for the you know the number 11 uh, steps of success basically is to expand on what is working right so let's go back to the rollover exercise right instead of drilling very hard on the rollover process uh, the action of rolling over right may be tough because the dog is it's not a workable uh, behavior at this moment right so if you try to fix with the workable uh, what is not working it could be adding uh, more pressure to the dog getting more pressure to yourself as well uh, thus making that training experience uh, a little bit awful, a little bit negative and things like that. So the next suggestion is to for the 11th step to success, right? Try to expand what is working. So what I will suggest you again, we come back to the same ABC, right? So I want to ask the dog to do a rollover, but again, because I don't want to fix what is not working, I want to work at work on what is working and expand from there. Therefore, as we mentioned before, the dog is really, or the pups has really been very good in doing a belly up. So I will be working on the belly up uh, position, right? And if the dog is able to keep giving me the belly ups, then I will be rewarding the belly ups, right? And I will then put it on the queue, right? Once I put it on the queue, therefore I can then now think about if I were to, how can I position the delivery of the food, right? To aid the dog to make that rollover action, right? So for example, if I ask the dog to, if you can visualize with me, uh, let's say we say uh, tells the dog, hey Max, belly up. So Max goes for a belly up. I'll say good boy. I'll pay him the food, right? As I'm paying the food, I will switch to his one of his side, and then I will drop the food on the floor, right? So in order for him to eat, he will roll over and grab the food, right? So in this way, I'm able to help the dog to expand uh, from the area of what that is already working, and then progress from that. Uh, area of interest so that he can then enhance or better or improve uh, the behavior that he can then be doing right so the 12th step which is the final step of success is to keep trying until you are until you succeed right so the, the the what i'm trying to tell you is that never give up right never give up uh give it a try right if you cannot right as i say again uh, in the 12th step of success if you cannot right you can ask for friends for help you know you can ask a professional for help uh you can do it a little bit differently you know you can do it think of it out of the box you know you can work on what those that things that has already been working how you can expand to make it workable for your behavior right or you also can work on what is not working therefore let's work on what is not working and make it work right so therefore these are the 10 steps for success and i'm sure it will definitely will aid you uh, in your dog training and I'm sure that you will be able to have a great Christmas because with this 12 days, 12 step of success, you know, uh, and this and this season greeting, in this season tight, uh, uh, Christmas season, uh, I'm sure that you will continue to enjoy the company of your animal, uh, company of your dog and uh, no, continue to strive uh, for success, continue to strive success in terms of being positive, right? So never be afraid of being positive. Right, uh, a lot of my clients sometimes will tell me, hey, Dexter, uh, if I just ignore my dog for not doing what I asked for, is it, is it a, 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 the dog also will learn how to ignore, right? 
Um, so the, the question is, if I were to pay enough attention on ignoring what is wrong and rewarding what is correct. Therefore, the, the frequency of the dog doing what is correct is higher because you know why? Uh, if you're talking about what is being not re what is not being uh, rewarded, which is non uh, non motivating, right, and no reinforcer. Therefore, that behavior of not doing basically will extinct, right? So if I put the reward and the reinforcement onto what he does, and there's the good behavior I want, and therefore I increase the probability of the behavior, and therefore it becomes a reinforcer, right? And therefore I can build on again the history of reinforcement. Uh, as I always has been uh, advocating, the history of reinforcement is an important concept uh, because whatever you do, your dog builds on the last success. Right? Therefore, if you want your dog to continue to be successful, you need to make sure his last action that he does is a successful one. You know, Just imagine if I, every time I go to you, uh, I, you, will, you will be scolding me. Right? And over time, I will never approach you. You know why? Because whether is it good or bad, I, I always get a negativity from you, right? I will never look for you. So it's the same with the dog, right? So if the dog looks for you and you has been positive and you has been rewarding what is correct, therefore your animal will then look at you in a different light, will be looking at you to say that, okay, you are a great owner because no matter what challenges I face, I can come to you and you can help me to solve the issue, right? So if there's, a, there's the, the trust, the bond, the relationship you have with your if an animal, you know, you are there for long term, right? And you will be a good team uh, moving ahead, you know, especially if you are thinking about even going to competition, right? But there is another topic that we can discuss uh, on another another podcast, right? So again, thank you so much for joining me on this Christmas special. Uh, I want to, again, wish everybody a Merry Christmas, a happy, blessed, right? And a wonderful Merry Christmas to all. Okay, thanks. Okay, see you again. Ciao. I want to thank you for joining us for this podcast. And if you like our show, uh, please click on the subscribe button so that you will be uh, prompted with the latest episode that's available on our channel, a Train Your Dog Podcast. Right, or you can leave us uh, a review at uh, uh, podchaser.com slash pubssg. Podchaser as in P-U-D-C-H-A-S-E-R.com. Right, and you all, you can leave with us uh, the review at uh, your favorite uh, podcast channel, a uh, uh, listener to be able to find our channel uh, when they search for us uh, over the search engine. Once again, you can find us at pups.com.sg, which is P-U-P-S. Pups has a trainer academy to nurture, train, educate, and motivate all trainers to better equip ourselves with skill, knowledge, experience, and to ensure continuous education to keep abreast with the field of dog training. Pups Dog Training, we provide Puppy 101, Pet Dog, and Dog Sport Training and our flagship program, our Dog Obedience Life Skill Program, and also the Puppy Fundamentals Obedience Classes and Puppy Fundamental Agility Classes and Behavioral Consulting. 
Thanks again for listening to our podcast and we hope you like it and I'll see you again in our next podcast. Thanks. See you, yeah? All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. My two front teeth, gee, my two front teeth. Oh, if I could only have my two front teeth, then I could wish you Merry Christmas.